Ta-dum. Hey guys, welcome back. The last episode, we really got into the topic of marriage and we got to hear some really interesting and insightful experiences and advice. Today, we're going to continue on that theme of interpersonal relationships, but hopefully something a little bit more relatable. Um, we're going to be talking about friendships. So, you know, where we're at with our friendships now, the good, the bad, the ugly, the progression of our friendships, making friends as adults versus when we were younger, all that good stuff. And today we'll be joined by not really a guest, but somebody that's always been there all along, Zahra. Hello. Our producer. Hi, everyone. I'm the producer of Teh Talks. She's a producer, director, creative director, editor. You need, um, you know how like artists have like their intro jingle? You like Metro Boomin has his thing and then like the, the producer tag. Yes, I need you, a need producer a produ- tag. you need a producer tag. I'm here to develop my producer tag, actually. So we're looking for sound bites today. Mm. But okay. I'm filling in because two of our our lovely hosts are abroad. No, you actually are just here because we want you here. We want you here. We wanted you okay. on this episode. She has things to say, guys. I do. I have a lot of thoughts about friendships, especially as adults. Like, it doesn't get easier. We're really going to get into it this episode. Before we get into friendships, let's just do a little check-in. Ooh, okay. What eras are we in this time, ladies? I'm entering my grad school era. (gasps) Tell us more. Very random. I... I'm probably not going to start until January, but I am going back to school. I just haven't decided when. It's just a matter of getting the funds. Wait, so what made you want to go back to school? I like where I'm at in my career, but I want to like progress more. But there wasn't there wasn't a job that like felt right for me. And then this program literally just came out of nowhere. It just like fell into my lap. And it was a good combination of like my career interests and where I want to go. So I was like, I'm just going to try. It was a lost timing, as we all say. All this timing. Okay, grad school era. Hold on, what era are you in? Um, I'm in on my grandma era. Explain. Um, because I think now that I am tiptoeing into adult life, because so I'm doing my internship in Boston, I've had to pay rent, I live not really alone, but like alone with roommates and I go grocery shopping. And so as some of you may know, I've been cooking. So I come home and I just look forward to like making a meal and reading a book on the couch. And it's really nice. And I was always afraid that adult life, you know, working life as an adult would be like boring and mundane. And I guess it can be mundane, but it's also just really peaceful. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually very nice. Um, now I'm excited for like the next book I'm going to read and like the next recipe I'm going to try. So grandma era. That's good. You adjusted pretty well. I mean, there were some hiccups that, you know, were not shown and seen, but I think we'll get into some of that when we talk about, you know, the realness of friendship slash just being an adult kind of. Okay. okay. That's good for you though. Thank you. Kiana, what era are you in? I'm actually not sure. You asked. It was a good question too. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of in my trying to get comfortable era. Mm. But I feel like I've kind of been in this era for a really long time. It's a long era. It is. Because, okay, 
So I always mention this to Nafal, but because 2022, I like left a lot of things. And so I was like 2023, hopefully I can gain things. And so I'm kind of like in my settling down era because I'm like working. I have a schedule now, live in an apartment. And so I don't know. I feel like I'm still trying to settle, especially with friendships. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, because you're, Kiana, you're in like a new environment entirely. Like you have to. Yeah. Your day-to-day friends are different now. Yeah. How's that been? Oh, it's been. Okay. I guess I am kind of like in a reevaluation era when it comes to like my relationships with people, because I've noticed that sometimes I expect more from them, but then they they continuously fall short. Oh, so I'm kind of reevaluating how I look at some of these people that I am with every single day. Wait, can I have a question? So when you say like you're reevaluating who you want to keep in your life or like what you value in friendships, are you referring to new people you're meeting? Is it more about like the people you already known? Mm. You can be general if you don't want to. Oh, it's more of like the people I'm meeting in this stage in life. Mm. So then how would you say your friendships that you've already made like the ones that you've left behind in America yeah have you been keeping in contact with like all your close friends equally do you feel like that's changed so I try my best to keep in contact with them obviously it's not like I text them every single day except for Zahra but but I know that they're always going to be there and they're always going to be supporting me Mm. the people that I was friends with in my area they we like all have similar personalities And so that's why it was really easy for us to kind of get along. I wouldn't say that I'm like best, best, best friends that they know like every single inch about my life, but they were good people to have around. Mm, Okay. That I could rely on. Okay. So then when you're talking about like expectations that you have for people, like what are those expectations? Like what do you expect in a friend? I think the biggest thing for me is loyalty. Because loyalty, listen, a friend that you think that you can go to with like any issue, any problem, but then goes around and tells someone else that is not a friend. Like I need someone who is like ride or die for me. That's what I would consider a close friend. It makes sense, though. It is one of those things that like you want to at least like feel safe in your relationship and like what you're telling the other person Mm, okay how do how does loyalty differ from like trust then in that definition Ooh, loyalty versus trust though I think they go hand in hand I think they're I think they're related trust falls under loyalty and maybe like yeah but I feel like the extra step of loyalty is knowing that that person is always gonna have your back Mm. well trust is like you know you can like trust your mom but she's not always gonna have your back Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, okay. Hanan, how would you answer? What do you what do you expect most out of a friend? I think, ooh, that's a really hard question. Somebody that I feel really safe with. Um, just a sense of safety. And I think like loyalty and trust kind of get at the same thing. But like an overall sense of like peace. I want to know that like I can go to this person when I'm struggling and they'll like hear me out and I don't feel 
unheard but I also don't feel like they're just enabling me or like just saying things to me Mm. and then I also want to know that if I'm at like a high they can like enjoy that with me and you know just safe like they're not threatening my well-being or like my where I'm at they're just kind of sitting through it with me and they can like support me in that and I think that just creates a sense of like safety because like a friend can be a really good friend but not everybody offers the same kind of like safety like not everybody knows how to comfort you not everybody knows how to I don't know give you advice when you need it the most it doesn't make him a bad friend but it just means I think yeah a really really good friend knows how to make you feel safe what about you Zahra that's good that was a good answer this kind of goes in hand with some of the things you said but I think for me what I've what I've recently realized as an adult I think an important part about friendship is mutual effort mutual communication like you guys should always have a good balance of like being there for each other be listening to the other person it doesn't make a lot of sense if it's like very one-sided like if I'm constantly going to someone with my issues but I'm not hearing them out it doesn't that doesn't feel like a friendship to me Mm. it just feels like that's my therapist's job you know like that's not what I should consider a friend but yeah wait this gets me thinking like kind of to something that Kiana said earlier just about having like expectations out of your friends and now what you're saying about like okay there's some things you can get out of your therapist there needs to be mutual effort mutual communication I struggle a lot with this having expectations of friends but then not wanting it to feel transactional like how do you balance that like how do you I guess like hold friends accountable hold yourself accountable at the same time sometimes I can feel really like you know I scratch your back you scratch mine like I don't want to ever feel like I'm giving with the expectation of something in return you know what I'm saying I do I don't know that's not something I consciously think about I think yeah me either you've never had that moment with a okay maybe I I feel like that happens a lot with me where like I'm afraid maybe to open up sometimes or like I think it's hard to ask for more in a friendship because you don't want it to seem like well I did this for you and like I put in this effort like you need to be doing this has that it's never come up for you okay wait I think I look at it differently because to me if I'm like okay oh I'm putting in this effort and you're not then I need to reevaluate this relationship or this friendship with you Mm -hmm. so I don't ever look at it as like they need to give me the same amount of energy back I think for me it's like oh I know that you know some people just are like that and some people just were I don't know I guess raised different and so yeah okay so you just kind of like accept it for what it is yeah there are some moments where I understand where you're saying though Hanan like recently one of my friends I like watched a movie with her and she like um sat in an area where there was no people in front of us and then she was like oh I actually like would prefer to sit in the middle and I was like oh we can sit in the middle and she was like no but you like to put your feet up so we should sit over here and it was like something that I didn't notice about myself but like she noticed about me and it just kind of like I kind of sat there and I thought like am I that attentive to my friends like is there like someone is that attentive and cares so much about me but am I doing the same for them? I don't know if that's like transactional in the way you're considering it, but I don't know. No, I think that's related. I think that's related. I think just like I was getting at that, that headspace that I get into where 
maybe it's just like a tendency I have like friendship and relationships it's really hard for me not to get in my head about like what am I giving what am I taking but like sometimes when it's like in my favor or like when I'm maybe I get like the shorter end of the stick Mm. but I like I like your example because I think it's also like a positive example too of like friends that kind of inspire you to be better friends or like to take note of like to be equally as attentive it might also be I hate to sound old but it might also be like a stage of life thing because I do think in college I caught myself being like oh I'm doing a lot for this person like I'm giving up a lot for this person what are they doing for me Mm. but maybe it's just like circumstantial it could just be situational I don't know do you think there's anything that's changed or anything about like the way your adult life now has like set you up to not have that mindset anymore it could be a combination of both but I also think like in college like you all rely on each other that's true like you have to rely on the people around you that's true and then maybe like subconsciously you start keeping track of like I've asked this person for homework I've given this person a ride um things like that but then okay good point it, it also could just be like also in college like they might not be your close friends and maybe that's why you're like taking like a subconscious mm. count of like I did this for them. What have they done for me? But as an adult, those type of people have like kind of been weeded out. So I don't think about it anymore. The consensus is just, I think that mutual, I mean, in friendships by definition have to be like (laughs) mutual. So maintaining that, how do you maintain that as like an adult though, versus when you have that proximity? We all know that like making friends as working adults is like a very difficult challenge and it just gets it gets harder to meet people when you're out of college or like when you're working how how have you guys what what's your experience with this and how have you dealt with it I think that it does get harder as you get older it doesn't get easier well in some ways it does like I think you know what you want in a friend and you are better about certain things you know like I think you you're you've developed a good instinct of what you'd like and don't like but actually clicking with people and then like not only clicking with people but then maintaining the friendship you don't have proximity you don't have systems like you don't have that like seven hours a day in the classroom together your friendship is all entirely like what you what you put into yeah yeah I feel like that is the reason it's easier to make friends but for me when people say it's harder to make friends as an adult, it's not because I'm unable to go see them. It's because I think I expect more from people and I know what I look for in a friend and I know what I don't like in a person. Interesting. Okay. So you, so it's less about like not having, because I think at least the way I see it is like, there's just less chances to make friends. There's less less opportunities to meet new people like that's that's generally how I see it but you see it as more like you know exactly what you want you're not going to waste time with certain people okay interesting okay I'll say I think the friendships I've made now are mainly like people I see on a regular basis and people with shared interests so one example is people who like the same music as me we've I've been able to like make friendships in that setting but then also I've literally genuinely just become friends with people because 
I like frequent the same coffee shop every uh, with a fair amount of regularity and I see the same people and we like develop a rapport and then exchange numbers and then go out together like things like that but that's really hard to come by like that doesn't just happen but yeah other than that I I kind of see making friends as like a circum it's hard because of the circumstances wait that's so cute the coffee shop thing that's adorable it doesn't happen very often though no I was about to say that sounds like something out of a book or or show honestly I relate a lot to Kiana's point even though we have different experiences where like I'm still in college you're not in college and also like your college experience is different what I found was that there are a lot of opportunities to make friends at least when you're in college so kind of similar to your point like there's people everywhere and they're really cool. They're very nice. And everybody wants to make new friends in college. I think that like, that's the common thing, but it's almost, it's hard to go from like, it's easy to go from like, uh, I'm going to use a weird tier system, but like bad to good, but it's hard to go from like good to like great. Does that make sense? So it's like easy to meet um, nice people, but like, it's hard to meet people that are like, yeah, I want to be your friend. Like I want to, and like you have, we have what it takes to be good friends. I think that's what I found um in college and then also like even though um I'm not yet at that point where like I'm out of college adult life I have thought about it like you know what am I gonna do if I have to move to a different city like how am I gonna make friends like I and a lot of the times I default to people I already know in that city I'm like oh I know this person is from here and it's also you know shout out like IMSA an IMSA family or like a friend that I knew at Muktam like oh so-and-so lives in this city or like an hour away so honestly, like mad respect to you guys for finding friends, making friendships as adults, because I feel like, I mean, even if it, there, it wasn't much on your part, like effort wise, like that means you also have to be okay with like being alone more than, or at least like ex- embracing that or accepting the possibility of not having friends for a bit in the meantime, while you wait for your like coffee shop, meet cute with a friend, like it is kind of circumstantial, which is like never, so it's not really on you necessarily. But yeah, I don't know. Making friends as an adult is hard because I feel like it's both either a lack of opportunity or just like Kiana said, like a lack of, I don't know, just like this doesn't click as easily. Maybe it's like a lack of need as well. Lack of need but is a good I do point agree too. with you, Kiana. Like there's there's just times where sometimes I, I get like in a mood, not in a mood, but I don't necessarily need new friends. I think I'm comfortable in the friendships I have right now that... I, I do rec- recognize, like, I, I'm not really going out of my way to meet people. I'm not joining new clubs or things so I can meet new people. Like, I'm, I see what you mean, though. Like, for sure. Like, it, it in some cases, it's kind of a waste of my energy. I hate, like, small talk. And I feel like a lot of building friendships is, like, to your point, Zahra and Kiana, like, I think there probably is less of a need for it, especially if you have, like, deep friendships already. But but sometimes you just want somebody to go get, like, lunch with. Uh, but then, yeah, no, then you form, like, coffee friends and friends for X and Y and Z and all that. Do you guys think there's a different level of closeness or, like, intimacy between, like, people you've known your whole life versus people you meet at certain stages in life? Yes, I have a lot of thoughts about this, actually. That's so loaded. Okay, I was literally writing something so emo in my journal the other day because, okay, I was just thinking about how the summer before I went to college and I had a friend, one of my closest friends, 
Lindsay, shout out Lindsay, who would always give me rides to school, all that good stuff. And she dropped me off at home and she was like, or I think that before she picked me up, she said, on my way for the last time in like parentheses. And I was like, why would you say that? And I was just thinking about how like specifically sitting in her the passenger seat of her car and just like knowing that she's seen me go through like everything and then to just be on a train in Boston now I was like I'll never be like 17 in the passenger seat of my friend's car again with somebody that's kind of like seen me go through everything and even though she's never changed like or who she is to me has never changed like we change as people and so I think like there is that intimacy and closeness that we have but I also think that like yeah the stages of your life do make a difference and that's why like the people that I meet here in college, you know, on a day-to-day basis now, I'm more close with in like a daily sense, but they're never going to like get me, get me like my high school friends or my childhood friends. But at the same time, those childhood friends and those like close friends that you grew up with only, only get you in a very like broad sense. You know, they don't always know the ins and outs of your days and like who you are right this second. So I don't know. there's like a give and take on both of those yeah no I know what you mean like I feel like for me I'm gonna group everybody in the DMV because that's like everyone I grew up with shout out to the DMV people if you guys are listening (laughs) but we as a friend group like literally went through it all and like there was like drama you know friends lost friends gain whatever I feel like just retelling that story to someone they'll never actually understand Mm -hmm. the experience to be in that moment and when it was like actually happening mind you we were like what in our teens and so it's like you're never gonna actually understand and especially with like the people here that I'm meeting I can retell stories of like things that have happened things that I've been through stuff like that but they'll never actually understand how I was feeling in that exact moment and so I definitely feel like the people that you've kind of been through the ringer with they'll understand you a lot more than the people that you kind of just like are meeting and you're trying to get close with and you're like retelling Mm. all of these experiences too I do kind of agree with that and to be honest I never intended for this to happen but I do think most of like my friends now most of the like friendships I've maintained happen to be people that I grew up with like I think the most prevalent friendships I have are people that have known me for like at least seven years at this point um that's not to say that like I haven't made friends as adults but yeah like you were saying Kiana there's just while we can still make like deep friendships now there's just always going to be something more that like a childhood friend has just because they've seen you in your worst of times like they've seen like your different eras and how many evolutions you've gone through but like they're still with you but I guess but then there's like instances where you grow apart from childhood friends and like things just drift how do you how do y'all deal with that I think I have accidentally like turned on producer mode (laughs) I'm like both I'm like doing both no you're good (laughs) I feel like no but what you said about no okay I'm gonna get to your like drifting apart point but first kind of on the point of just like the people that you've grown up with 
being the friendships that you've some like coincidentally stuck with I don't think that's a coincidence because like making friends as you get older just again we talk about like requires a little bit more effort and like thought and energy and I think with those childhood friends or people that have known you through all your phases there's no explaining that you have to do and it's the subtle thing that's like how you react when you're mad when you're sad like when something's stressful like you don't need to test run that with that person like they just get it so you can really like just go through life and not have to explain yourself whereas like with new people it always it takes a little bit out of you every time like it might be fun but it like there's some push and pull there and then with drifting apart I think that's what hurts the most because um like romantic relationships you kind of you don't anticipate the end of but there's more of a precedent for like a breakup you know people it doesn't work out but friendships, you don't anticipate ending. You don't go into a friendship and you're like, oh, what if I'm not friends with this person again? Like it's spontaneous and it's like wholesome. And so when you drift apart, especially if it's not because of a fallout or anything, it kind of just feels like you're not, there's something slightly off. Yeah, I don't know. It hurts. I don't really know what else to say about it besides that. Yana? No, it does hurt. I don't know. Okay, I think for me, friendships it's like inevitable that friend some some friendships will drift apart but I don't think I've gotten over like accepting the fact that a friendship could end because I feel like if nothing happens between a friendship but it just kind of drifts apart there's still like a little bit of room to you know come back together like even if you sit there and you're like, well, I put in the effort, like, you know, maybe you need to put in the effort at least one more time. But when friendships completely end, that sucks. And that hurts. To your point, Hannah, like you really thought that you were going to be able to like tell this person so much of your life. And then all of a sudden it's like, we're not friends anymore. And it's just, I don't know. It just sucks so bad. I feel that. I feel like friendship breakups are like something at least for me that like I never truly get over I I'll like move on with my life and I'll be fine without this person but every now and then I'm like she would have enjoyed this like we would have had a good time doing this together and it just I don't know something about it like sucks I also think like yeah I like what we were saying a lot about like reevaluating friendships and kind of like accepting where people are I think that can happen on the cusp of a friend breakup it's like not always on bad terms or even if it is it just comes with a lot of acceptance like you just realize that like sometimes you can't give what you need to give to a person and they can't give you what you need to give and it's like there's no shame or blame it's just a matter of like moving with it and I think that was a big thing for me and my friendship breakups is I kept trying to make the friendship something that it wasn't and that was hurting more than just letting both of us be so I think friendship breakups are not always heartbreaking in the grand scheme of things like they just hurt a lot when you think about it but it's a big lesson on acceptance and then I think that we we like to live in like a very idealistic world of like okay as long as I'm a good person and I try and that person is a good person and they try it can work but that's not always the case and truly like the friendships that you have and like that do end like nine times out of ten it might hurt but then that one time out of ten it's gonna just feel like well, I hope they're happy. And like, I'm really glad that like we got to spend that time together. I think the the hardest moments are when like, you're trying, like you're trying so hard to salvage something that 
is long gone but like you don't know that until it's over you don't know that until like you look back on it and you're like it wasn't gonna happen but but like you put in the effort and I think I mean I think that's really like what it comes down to like you cared enough about this person at this moment in time and it it hurts more than when if they did something wrong for example oh I would get over that immediately are you kidding me but when nothing goes wrong it hurts more in that moment but it's easier to look back on there's less ill feelings, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. my friend said something like really nice about like friendships that end. Because I was saying like, okay, doesn't it ever just feel like really insincere that like you've said all these things and done all these things and like spent all this time with this person only for them to like not be in your life anymore? Like, what was it for? And my friend was just saying like something about how like, you know, the time, it didn't last forever, but like all the love that you you gave that person was like for them and it was genuine you guys know adventure time there's a song you need to look up okay ready i'm gonna read it to you it's called time adventure and it goes time is an illusion that helps things make sense so we are always living in the present tense it seems unforgiving when a good thing ends but you and i will always be back then it's just like you and i will always be back then like it was it's still real it's just not now and it's just not forever but it's still real anyways and I think we need to pivot before we get too sad. Do you guys ever think about like how each of your friendships like require different needs or like take different efforts or you, you obviously have different interactions and you go to your different friends for different things, but how do you, I guess, navigate that and not treat all of them? Like you can't really treat all of them equally. I don't know. Like you and I text every single day, but Dila and I can go like a week without talking, but that's okay in our relationship but that would be weird in our relationship I'd be like something's wrong (laughs) okay I feel like we don't need to text every single day we just do because we have so many minor inconveniences I'm always like oh I need to tell Zahra I don't know it's just one of those but I mean but the friends that I don't text every day like it doesn't mean they're less friends you know it's just like the difference in our relationships yeah I definitely have that no, I definitely have friends that have different needs. I will say I'm a really bad texter. So that just kind of sets the bar for like all my friends. They just know I'm a bad texter. I don't text. I prefer calling. I just forget to text people back. I see it's not like immediate enough, if that makes sense. Like I can't ignore you talking to my face. I can't, I can pretend like I responded to you in my head though. That's another point. That's really bad. I need to get better at texting. But yeah, I like like a, we're, we're best friends. We've been best friends our whole life, but. I've gone genuinely like three weeks without or not three weeks like a month without texting her we just don't text like we have we text to call you know and I think it's just it has to do I think with like how your friendship started like if your friend if you became friends because of something more maybe casual or like I want to say I text my like college friends more because they're just more like light but like long-term friendships I don't text as much because I just like call does that make sense Mm -hmm. but then also like on a deeper level in terms of needs yeah I have friends that like I have to I just mentally file away like okay this friend is a little bit more like sensitive about this I'm like this friend tends to be a little bit more like particular like I should try to reach out if they've been the one reaching out or like Mm. this friend needs some alone time and like this friend this and I think that just comes with like time and I'm not gonna lie sometimes I it's just a big 
learning moment too because it like teaches you a lot about how like you can't assume what people need and also like I don't believe in the like treat people the way they treat you rule I believe in like treat people the way like they want to be treated like they will tell you or they will ask you know because I don't want to like assume like I'm not the same as all my friends um that happened to me recently like I'm not usually the one to be like hey can you please this but I recently had to tell a friend and be like yeah I care about you a lot and I just feel like some of the things you did like were hurtful or like I would like if you did this more and it took a lot out of me to like decide to do that because I think you have to have a lot of trust in that person to not judge you or to not to to be able to handle that conversation well enough and you also have to know that you want to keep that friendship going in order for you to like be vulnerable like that so Mm. all that to say yes different needs different people including yourself communication I think what you mentioned about like like having that conversation with your friend that's like a really big part of adult friendships I think just like straight up asking things that are probably a little bit uncomfortable or like having conversations that are like hey just wanted to make sure like what you said you didn't mean it in this way because I kind of took it in a certain way like it's it's an awkward like conversation to have but if you it's one of those things like if you really care about the relationship if you really care about the friendship like you are gonna want to have these like tough conversations but they're not they never get easier they're not fun but like it's it's part of the work though I feel like I feel like it starts like before that though well for me at least establishing what kind of friendship this is because for me not every relationship that I have is a friendship like not every friendship relationship that I have is gonna be a friendship in my mind I was telling this to someone a couple months ago and I feel like I told Zahra this but like I have not a hierarchy but kind of like a grading system for how I view people yes a tier of how I view people yeah not all friendships are equal yeah yeah and but it's not like I would consider everybody my friend also so for me it's like okay I feel like it's been more apparent here because I've been meeting a ton of people so this is so it applies more to the people here so my tier is starting at the bottom is like someone I just know acquaintance a friend and then a close friend close friend is like someone that I literally tell everything to a friend is like someone I can hang out with or like you know meet up with an acquaintance is literally someone who has like been in my life several times but I don't want to get close to them or like I don't see myself getting close to them and then someone I know is like I literally just know you that doesn't technically mean that I've only met them a couple of times and I'm like oh you're just someone I know if they're like part of a friend group but they haven't given anything to me in terms of a friendship and I haven't given anything to them I just look at it as someone I know that makes sense I feel like that's a pretty natural way to like I guess sort people in your head I've noticed that I have different like yeah different dynamics with friends in that like some friends I'm okay with like bantering and like teasing and stuff like that and then I have friends who are like our friendship is purely like positive and like I've never said a mean thing to this friend and like we don't 
And if they were to be like mean to me or like make a mean joke, I'd be like, why would you say that? Do you see what I'm saying? Like different different friendships have different like vibes, like different. Yeah. They have different patterns. Like I have friends who I know like their style is like, for example, my roommate and I like tease each other all the time and we'll jokingly be like, I hate you or like you're the worst roommate ever. That's some harsh stuff, but I don't mean it. But like, if like I said something like, oh, you're the worst friend ever, I'd be like, why would you say that to me? Like, that's not funny. <laughs> so I just think that's, that's silly. It's just a silly one. Just little things like that. Like I have to be very cautious. And then when you factor in like family relationships and not translating the habits you have with like your family to your friendships or like vice versa, that's also really complicated. Something that I've learned about in my philosophy classes sounds really obnoxious now that I'm saying it out loud but I'm just gonna go over it um so Aristotle has like three tiers of friendships basically he says that there's friendships of um pleasure friendships of convenience and friendships for friends of the good so friendships of um pleasure are just people that like you kiki with like you hang out with like you have a good time they're just more defined by like spontaneity friendships of convenience are defined by like mutual I guess like need or like dependence like oh I've done this for you you do this for me like there's and then friendships of the good so this is like all really abstract but like friendships of the good are based on like virtue you have shared values shared goals like shared you know like outlook there's something deeper connecting you to that friend beyond like a good time or like something that you need and something that they need so I don't know. Does that ring true for you guys? Like, this is something I had to like do for an assignment, basically. But I've thought about it a lot. Like, I feel like it's pretty applicable to my life. Like, I would say that for the most part applies. But like, thoughts. So, is it like all friendships can only fall into one, or can it be like more than one? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think like you can only be one, but I think that's just like the main three categories like I think if you were two like I think a friendship of virtue could also be a friendship of pleasure but like the virtue part makes that friend like higher tier you know yeah sorry it's friendships of utility not convenience but I guess it's like synonymous like friendships of like use but yeah I've thought about it a lot yeah I think generally like I, I can agree with that like there's there's friends that I'll like get brunch with but if I'm in a really bad moment, I won't call them, you know, like, Mm. I feel like that's probably the difference between like friendships of pleasure versus of good or something. Um, I don't know. But yeah, Keanu's point was interesting too. Like, can't they fall under one or two buckets? And I feel like probably that is the case, but likely there's one thing that's stronger than the other, especially if it's the like top one like obviously I have fun with the friends that I also connect with on like values and and virtues and things of that sort like we can also have a good time but that's not the foundation of our friendship yeah I think for me like when I was doing this like reflecting on it like my professor was kind of like prodding us to just be not harsh but like challenge ourselves to even if it seems kind of shallow like even if you think a friend is really a really good one, like they could be a friendship of pleasure and that doesn't make them, make them a bad friend. 
I think like it a taught me that like yeah different friendships fulfill different things in my life and that's okay it's just a matter of like expectations and then also a big thing that was coming up was like could I consider my like non-Muslim friends or friends that I don't share like common values or common beliefs with a friendship of like virtue a friendship of the good hey guys this is Zahra post-production sorry for the maybe abrupt ending but we're actually going to end our first part here thanks for listening to the first part of our friendship series i guess this first part was maybe a little bit more theoretical second part is going to be more of reality so uh stay tuned for the next part it'll be out shortly and once again thanks for listening and follow us on at imsa youth to stay updated on our podcast and all our other activities and a note to our co-hosts who won't see this until it's published we need to come up we should probably come up with a closing send-off or tagline but for now goodbye we'll see you all on the next one